0: Hello and welcome to South Asia Chat, brought to you by the Institute of South Asian Studies at the National University of Singapore. I'm your host, Ronan Joya Sen, a senior research fellow at the Institute. The Bharata Janata Party returned to power on December 8th in Gujarat, which is also Prime Minister Narendra Modi's home state, for the seventh consecutive time, winning a record-breaking 156 out of 182 seats and seeing a jump in its vote share to 52.5%. The BGP's victory bettered the previous Congress record of winning 149 seats in 1985 under Madhav Singh Solanki. The Aam Aadmi Party's entry into Gujarat had dramatically changed the political equations in the state. Although AAP won five seats with a vote share of around 13%, it ate into the main opposition party the Congress's vote share, ensuring its decimation. The Congress won just 17 seats and saw its vote share shrink to a mere 27 percent. The Congress did, however, win a consolation victory in Himachal Pradesh, where it won a majority 40 out of 68 seats, although its vote share was only marginally more than the ruling BJP. To discuss the recent election results we have with us today, Professor Sanjay Kumar. Professor Kumar is professor and co-director of Lok Niti, a research program at the Center for the Study of developing societies, better known as the CSDS. His core area of research is electoral politics, particularly on using the survey method as a research tool. He has been engaged in conducting research on a wide range of themes, including Indian youth, state of democracy in South Asia, Indian farmers, slums of Delhi, and electoral violence. He has published widely, written several books, edited volumes, contributed chapters for several edited volumes published articles in various national and international research journals. His most recent book is Elections in India, an overview published by Routledge in 2021. Besides his academic writing, Professor Kumar writes regularly for both national and regional newspapers, both in English and in Hindi. He has also been an international election observer in many countries. Welcome Sanjay to the podcast.
1: Uh, thank you, Ronanjaya, for having me for this discussion on Indian Elections 2022.
0: Thanks. So uh, so let me just fire the first question. Um, so based on the CSDS Lokniti surveys, what do you think were the primary reasons for the BJP doing much better than expected in Gujarat and winning for the seventh successive time, which is no mean achievement, with a record number of seats?
1: Uh, Ronanjaya, a couple of things. One, in your introduction, you are rightly mentioned that Aam Aadmi Party has been has played a role of a spoiler for Congress. If we look at the combined vote share of Congress and Aam Aadmi Party, and if we com- compare it with BJP's vote share, there are 54 assembly constituencies where the combined vote share of Congress and Aam Aadmi Party is higher than the BJP's vote share polled in these constituencies. While we cannot say for sure that if Aam Aadmi Party was not contesting these elections, all those votes would have got transferred to Congress but at least we get a sense that BJP actually gained 40 or 50 seats uh, more than what it may have got if Amami party was not contesting election. That's one factor, that was one factor for BJP's massive victory in 2022 but that's not the only factor. We must remember that BJP's vote share has gone up. Last assembly election, BJP's vote share was 48%. This time BJP's vote share is 52.5. This is an indication of increased support base of BJP in the state. So it's not merely division of vote which has helped BJP. Its increased support base has also helped the BJP in winning such a massive victory. And one important factor which contributed to that was Prime Minister Modi's massive campaign in the state. If we go by the CSDS post-poll data, Uh, 48% of the voters in Gujarat made up their mind uh, which party to vote for during the last couple of days, 48 hours before the polling. Ronojai, we have never seen such a large proportion of voters making up their mind during last 48 hours of election campaign. And if we look at the vote shift or the tendency to vote or the choice of these 48% voters who made up their mind on the last 48 hours, very heavily tilted in favor of BJP. Not that voters who had made up their mind earlier not did not vote for BJP. They also voted for BJP. But I think this last-minute shift gave BJP a massive push, which resulted in such a massive victory of BJP in 2022.
0: Right. Okay. That's a very succinct uh, summary of, of you know why the BJP did so much better than was being uh, anticipated. Although you know, almost everyone expected it to win, but ma- not by, by such a large margin. So you mentioned, uh, of course, you know, the role of the Aadmi Party, as well as, you know, the, the, the exceptional, the higher number of, you know, voters who made a last minute decision, you know, for two, eight hours or so before the the, the polling day. Uh, so how central would you say was Prime Minister Modi to BJP's success? And would this kind of victory margin have been possible without his, his presence and the number of, rallies, as you pointed out, that he addressed? Uh,
1: Certainly not. If Prime Minister Modi was not at the forefront of Gujarat Assembly election campaign, uh, I don't think that BJP would have registered such a massive victory. I cited one of the data, which is that large number of voters made up their mind during the last 48 hours of campaign, and they voted for BJP in a big way. I think this was an impact of Prime Minister Modi's you know, long road shows, rallies. If you go by, uh, if you look at how Prime Minister Modi campaigned in Gujarat during last five six months, uh, Prime Minister Modi uh, led I think almost 80 kilometers of road show. There were different road shows organized done by Prime Minister Modi. If we look at the large scale rallies which he addressed, almost three dozen rallies, more than three dozen rallies, big public rallies. Prime Minister Modi is. Uh, de- delivered speech in these rallies, I think what BJP did was to make this election contested. This election on the issue of Gujarati asmita, the pride of Gujarati, and Prime Minister Modi represented that pride of Gujarati. So, Gujarati see Prime Minister Modi as you know their icon or or a, or, a, um, or a star for India, and they also see Prime Minister Modi as a person who has uh, lifted India's image in the world. So, it was an election contested only and only from BJP's point of view on the issue of Gujarati Asmita, Gujarati pride and a lot of Gujaratis believe this is the time to strengthen the hands of Prime Minister Modi. Uh, Yes, there were anxieties about the quality of governance of BJP during last five years when it comes to say unemployment, price rise or corruption. But I think when it came to voting, when they decided which party to vote for. Gujarati Asmita, the issue, the sense of Gujarati's pride overshadowed all these issues. So, Prime Minister Modi was at the forefront of BJP's campaign and I would agree that if Prime Minister Modi was not at the forefront of BJP's campaign, BJP would have won this election anyway. But this big victory is only and only because of Prime Minister
0: Modi. Right. So just to move on to, to the Congress now. Um, you know, the Congress, of course, saw a dramatic decline in its vote share as well as the number of seats that it won. Uh, was that mostly due to the presence of AAP, which you've already mentioned? Or was it also due to a lackluster campaign that the Congress seemed to have run?
1: Uh, both factors, Rona Jay. Uh One, yes, if you look at the vote share of the three parties. So BJP's vote share is going up. Congress vote share has come down to 27% compared to uh, 41% votes it's polled in the last assembly election. Aam Aadmi Party polled 13% vote. So where is this vote shift towards Aam Aadmi Party coming from? It is directly coming from Congress. Uh, there is a clear evidence of that. We have seen this happening in Delhi. We have seen similar kind of a trend in Punjab. So clearly Aam Aadmi Party ate into the Congress support base and Amavi party and congress enjoys more or less the same support base in other states as well. But uh, the second factor was also imp- uh, responsible for congress poor performance, lackluster campaign of congress party. Congress was nowhere present during the campaign and in order to cover up, I would say, I would use the word cover up, congress candidates kept saying, the leaders kept saying, we are engaged, we have engaged in a silent campaign, whisper campaign, door to door campaign, our people are on the ground. I don't think Congress was really serious about campaigning, serious about contesting these elections. So, I think a la- lot of Congress candidates who managed to win election, uh, the victory is more of the candidate rather than of the party. So, yes, both the factors re- uh, resulted in Congress poor performance in 2022 Gujarat Assembly elections.
0: Right. The Congress, of course, did win a state election, namely in Himachal Pradesh, uh, on its own after uh, a long time. So, what worked in the for the Congress in Himachal Pradesh? Uh, do you think does that represent a template for the Congress in other states, or do you think not really? Uh, very difficult to say whether
1: this is a template which Congress can replicate in other states. But clearly, the evidences from the Lokmiti CSDS survey indicate that this was an election where local issues dominated the election scene. So local issues were on the top of voters mind and if I cite two or three local issues, one was the old pension scheme, uh, the issue of Agni the new recruitment scheme for the, for the army and the increase of GST on the packaging of apples. Uh, these were the three issues which were uh, on the ground. Lot of almost on all these issues, like Agni, we're 50 more than 50 percent of the voters opposed this scheme. When it came, when we asked this question about you know increase of GST on packaging of apple boxes, uh, a large number of people were against this government's decision. And when it came to the OPS, this was a promise which Congress was making that if we come to power, we will implement the old pension scheme and there was a lot of support for this Congress promise. Again, 52% of the people supported this Congress promise. And if we look at these 50-55% people who supported these things, uh, these issues, a huge majority of them voted in favor of Congress. So clearly the issues which were on the ground worked in favor of Congress. Congress was effectively campaigning, taking help of these issues. They were moving from one village to another, one constituency to another. Uh, using these schemes as their tool for campaign. Uh, Also, if we look at the last minute shift, if we look at those voters who were the party loyalists, I think BJP had an edge. If we look at those voters who made up their mind long before elections were announced, BJP was slightly ahead. But slowly and gradually, on the last few days of campaign, Congress took lead because I think Congress was able to convince the voter that this is, this is an election about the local issues, not about Ram Mandir or the big national issues.
0: Right. So the emphasis on local issues and the outreach by the Congress, as you mentioned, uh, uh, helped the, the, the party do, do at least better than what was uh, being anticipated initially. So let's move on to the Ahmadmi party. And we've talked a little bit about the Ahmadmi already. Uh, the ARP, you know, despite its relatively poor showing, what it might say, uh, has been playing up its performance uh, as a transition to a national party. That's what something the, Cong- the ARP spokespersons were repeatedly saying after the results were announced. But do you think, uh, is that true or do you think it's merely playing the role of a spoiler, as you mentioned, for the Congress in states that have traditionally been bipolar, a contest between the Congress and the BJP?
1: Uh, Ronoji, I think every political party has a right to contest election and yes, there are critique or there are opinions that Amami party is playing a role of the spoiler, but I think every political party has a right to contest election, every political party desires to expand. I don't see Amami party as a spoiler. Yes, if you look at the the data, the analysis, Amami party has won five seats, they managed to win, uh, to uh, poll 13% vote. there are two ways of looking at this number. If you compare it with the last assembly election which Amami Party contested in Gujarat, one and a half percent vote. If you compare it with that, I think Amami Party performed very well in a state which is a which is a stronghold of BJP, a state from where Prime Minister Narendra Modi comes from, Home Minister Amit Shah's home state. Despite massive campaign of BJP, Amami Party managed to get thirteen percent vote. Uh, the Amami party won five seats. In my opinion, this is a decent performance. Yes, party leaders would have expected a much better performance. And an important point to note is that at least Amami party has been able to dispel this notion that Amami party is only an urban party. If you look at the 13% vote of Amami party, it is equally spread in rural Gujarat as well as urban Gujarat. So, it's not only uh, an euphoria among the urban gujaratis or the urban Indians it is an in, there is an indication that Amami party is trying to expand or acceptability of Amami party is increasing even among the rural voters at least gujarat the vote share of uh, of Amami party in gujarat is an indication to that uh technically Amami party becomes a national party because of you need there are different criteria. You need a party needs six percent or more votes in six in four states, and after Goa, Delhi, and Punjab, Gujarat is the fourth state where Amami party has got more than six percent vote. So Amami party becomes a national party. It adds to the perception or the or or the euphoria Amami party would be able to create. In my opinion, if we look at the data from the surveys which we are doing in other states. People have started looking at Aam Army Party as an alternative to BJP at the national level. I'm not saying that they can replace Congress in 2024, but given that Congress has been losing elections after election, people have started looking forward to AM as a Aam Army Party as a possible challenger to BJP. So I think there is this emergence of arm army Party from state party to the national as a national party. Would add to this increasing perception among the people. So I think, Aam uh, Party, despite losing elections in Gujarat, I think Aam Party stands to gain in the long run for the national politics.
0: And you know, finally, the, the the results in the Delhi municipal elections would have also come as a as a shot in the arm for the Aam Party. And you know, one of the points one of the leaders was making that the results, of course, were announced. You know, before the assembly elections, if these had been sort of, if these had you know, happened before the elections were held, you know, maybe Aam Aadmi Party might have sort of done better.
1: Absolutely. I agree. I would, I also agree, Rananjay, that if municipal elections were held on time, Aam Aadmi Party would have done much better in Delhi municipal elections, because still compared to other parties, compared to BJP, Aam Aadmi Party is a very, very small party, and when elections were held uh, announced in, for Delhi municipal elections along with the Gujarat assembly election, the party's resources were divided resources of all kind, manpower, money power, etc. And they had, and Arvind Kejriwal, the top leader of the party, had to spend divided to give divided attention to Gujarat and uh, Delhi municipal election. Uh, that actually, uh, you know, was some kind of a setback for Amami Party. Ahmadi Party did manage to win the MCD elections but I think Amami party would have certainly registered a much bigger victory if MCD elections were not held along with the Gujarat assembly elections.
0: Thank you Sanjay for those insights and look forward to more such discussions in the future. You were listening to South Asia chat. If you wish to learn more about our work visit us at isas.nus.edu.sg. Thank you.